back here on Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. And as promised, we're going to play for you here an exclusive interview that Bobby Hebert and Mike Cotillier did with Pete Werner. He also spoke to the media. Pete Werner is, I think, one of the more intriguing pieces on this Saints roster. Madden gave him a terrible grade. I don't understand why. I think they gave him a 77. And it kind of belies the fact that, you know, Pete Werner was on pace for an insanely productive season last year before he got hurt. And, you know, I'm all for Pete Werner flying under the radar. He was hurt this time last year. He was kind of rehabbing this year. He's free and clear. And I fully expect Pete to have a big season. And I think the Saints need Pete to have a big season because while DeMario feels eternal, I do think that he needs a bit of help. He's not going to be that sideline to sideline guy. He needs someone to be a running mate as a volume tackler, and Pete can be that. So I'm I'm excited to see what Pete can do, and hopefully he can avoid the injury bug. And because because I don't think a lot of people take into account how frustrating it is for a player to start injured, to get hurt in the season, to constantly be pushing that boulder up the hill, and then it's like God, another injury. Right? You're talking about fitness. You're talking about being in the game plan you're talking about film study you're talking about being ready week to week it's the same thing i say about paulson adebo like i don't think you ever saw the best version of paulson adebo last year and i don't think you really got much of a chance to see the best version of pete warner last year no and i I think a lot of fans don't understand the fact that these players end up becoming we hear a lot you know it's the the locker room the family and you don't want to let that brother, that guy next to you down kind of thing. And if you're not able to be at the top of your game healthy and, you know, there's a drop-off in play, you f- you feel bad. You don't want to be watching your guys from the sideline. It kills you. Uh, uh, that's why you mentioned a, a guy like Demario Davis. You know, he seems like he's eternally, you know, the eternal fountain of youth. Cam Jordan's that same way. I dread those days when there's that drop-off from them. <laughs> right. Well, and, and especially a linebacker, I don't know what you're going to do if there is a drop-off. <laughs> Because it's not, it's not like, oh, Demario Davis looks like he's lost a step. Let's go to the next guy. Who? <laughs> like, I don't know what they would have done last year if not for Caden Ellis. Like, <laughs> if they have five games missed, like, I, I, I was just hyping up Andrew Dowell. I don't want to see Andrew Dowell out there for five games. Um, right. But, you know, I think Pete Werner has a chance to kind of be the leader of this defense. He's, I don't know, personality-wise, I think he has some learning to do in terms of, I'm not sure if he is the type of vocal leader that Demario is, and few people are, let's be real. Right. But I do think that this is a year that I want to see Pete be more of a vocal leader on the defense. So here's that interview that Bobby Hebert and Mike Dillier did with Pete Warner. Enjoy. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Barry with Saints linebacker Pete Werner. Pete uh, is kind of pajamas and slippers and almost autumn day today. It wasn't too bad out there, heat-wise, but uh, uh, I think it'll be a more oppressive a little bit later on. So how was the first workout? It was great. Yeah, we got a little bit lucky with the, with the weather um, as well as an hour and 30-minute practice to start it all off. But uh, it was great to be out there. Uh, it felt, felt great just to get moving around again and playing with the guys that you're going to go out and compete with. The communication part between you and DeMario is so good out there on the field and didn't take long for you guys to be on the same wavelength. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others, but you guys connected right away. 
Yeah, and I think that starts with him. I mean, he's got high expectations for himself and um, high, high expectations for me, but that communication is going to be a given with him, and uh, there's going to be no setbacks. It's, it's got to, chemistry's got to be there right away, and I feel like that we've done a great job of that. Pete, how do you feel coming into your third year? You, you feel like, uh, like I'm a veteran now, none of this rookie stuff, and, you know, running around <laughs> and just trying to make plays. Is everything kind of like second nature to you defensively you're trying to do and therefore if it is second nature you can play with a lot of confidence yeah I would say confidence is continuing to grow I wouldn't have necessarily put me on that bet status yet but again not a great rookie as well I mean I'm getting more confident confident I'm not just flying around I mean I'm really getting comfortable getting stable with this defense and kind of uh, establishing my role on the team and um, I will get closer to that as we as we get going but I mean, it just feels so good to be in the spot you're in and impact others, especially some of these young guys coming out. Pete, you were off to a great start last year. It seems like you can almost count on you. are going to have double-digit tackles uh, game in and game out, and then you get hurt. How discouraging was that? It's just bad luck or what? Because you, you were having an outstanding season. Yeah, it, it was tough. I had to go through a little adversity there uh, with an ankle. Um, but, you know, I really – you really got to build on that uh, great season from the start and uh, expand from the start of this year and hopefully uh, capitalize on that. Um, so just continue to get better and better, especially through this game. With two new projected starters, a defensive tackle, Pete Jenkins always tell me, Mike, they're the first line of defense. Mm -hmm. They protect those linebackers and give them a free run. That'll be a process for you, correct? Along with Demario, because of the fact of two guys that they brought in uh, that you guys haven't played with before. Right, right. And I, I would also throw in a defensive, new defensive line coach in there. Um, every defensive tackle knows defensive end plays kind of their own style. And uh, you got to learn that. you got to get repetition with them to figure out the way that you're going to play, the way that they are going to play to see how you can execute the best together. Um, so I'm excited for it. Uh, hopefully we can get some sacks up there on the board with them and, and stuff up the run. But uh, I like the way that they're playing, so I'm really excited for that. Pete, is this just, just a, this day and age that when you look at it, uh, you know, old school would be you had a 3-4 or a 4-3, mm -hmm. and you could say, well, on paper we are 4-3, but then our primary defense it seems like it's 4-2 nickel, mm -hmm. whether you're big nickel, whatever, because you're always trying to stop the run. Yeah. Do you see the game of more teams in that direction because of the passing game? Um, I do see the, uh, a shift in the style of offenses um, in the NFL. I mean, it was so big and strong back in the day and now it's just, it's turning into a speed quick type of game so maybe you throw in a little bit um, more of a smaller speed package out there on the field but then again it's all based off of what the offense is showing I mean every team's different it all depends on game plan and and uh, everything like that so we're going to throw out there what the offense gives us and if that happens to be um, some faster guys in the field we're going to do it well speaking of our game plan boy coming out the gate you play the Titans and Derrick Henry mm -hmm. so you know uh, you got a pack lunch that's old school where um, definitely you got to stop the run, or they will continue the to run, or they'll continue to run the ball. That's right. <laughs> Especially heading up to that first game, we're going to be buckling our chin, chin strap up, and getting ready to go downhill and be physical. So uh, that'll be a, a great first start. Looking forward to it, and hope we can shut that dude down. 
repeat for a lot of people who don't know your background, genetics, okay? Mm -hmm. Your dad, former college player, played in the NFL. Your brother played college football. How was it growing up in that household? I know football was part of the conversation. (laughs) It had to be. It was. It was a lot of fights, uh, competitive atmosphere. Um, We were always trying to... uh, butt heads and play certain games so we were always growing up I was always I always grew up around it and it started with my dad very with a strong work ethic and competitive background Um, it was kind of built into all of us kids so we knew where our future was going to head especially playing in the college level Um, so it was always great of having that background because I mean you're here now but you also have to think how you got here. Now, Pete, uh, last one. Uh, what has Coach Hodges helped with? You know, all the coaches you had. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your relationship with him and, um, you know, tricks of the trade, whatever? Yeah. How's that relationship and how he's helped you develop? Yeah, he's uh, he's a huge, huge part of uh, my the way the, the way I've gotten better as a player. I mean, he's such a perfectionist. He's so big on details and the way you fit certain runs and where you are in different passes. I mean, I'm a big notes guy and big on paper, and he he sees that, and he coaches everybody based off of how um, he sees them being coached, and he's he's personal. Uh, You can talk to him about everything, and we get to the depths of football, and um, he just really knows how to to coach you and make you play hard, and uh, I got to give a lot of thanks to him because he's one of the best uh, to ever do it in my opinion, and the best definitely that I've had. All right. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. If you want to hear more from Bobby Hebert and Mike Dettelier, check out Sports Talk on WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. Steve Geller hangs out with them regularly, and they have a great time. We'll also be posting recaps after every day of Saints camp with Bobby, Mike, or Mike Haas. Whoever's on hand that day, we will do it. Today it was Steve chatting with Mike and Bobby, and you can find those either at the WWL Facebook page or at WWL Sports on YouTube. I found that they're very popular and people just love to hear what Bobby has to say. And as someone who didn't really follow Bobby that much until the last few years, I have to say, I do appreciate listening to Bobby because when you kind of move past <laughs> the Cajun kind of confusion that comes out of the, the you know, the, the oh, 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 you know, uh, like he does have a lot of really f- insightful things to say. And, uh, and I enjoy talking to him. Yeah, a guy that's been there, done that. And lo- what I love about him, he does not give a damn. He does, he's, no. he's not pulling punches at all, yeah. ever. Uh, definitely giving you flat out how he feels. An unfiltered Bobby Hebert. Oh, I, agree, I agree with that 100%. And okay. I think even I fall into a lot of times is like, I talk to these players every day. I'm not going to sure. be as hard on them as I might be about of you know, the Giants because I don't, hang out with the Giants. I don't have to stand in front of them and own a take, which is a lot harder to do than a lot of people would think because these are really tall guys. <laughs> and if they wanted to beat me up, I would have no chance. I like, And I can't outrun them either. So, <laughs> but but uh, that, you can't say that about Bobby. Bobby is willing to say anything at any time to a fault. And, uh, you know, I, and I appreciate it. There's, there's something special about that level of candor. So make sure to check out Sports Talk. It's always worth listening to, I think. No, and we've brought it up before. Bobby was on the Andy Dalton train way before anyone last year. Yeah, yeah he's usually right, you know, and <laughs> uh, I, I give him crap sometimes, but uh, I, I do really respect his opinion. But all right, let's wrap up that segment. We're going to come back, and I want to talk 
more about Jimmy Graham and really the tight end position in general. Because we also got a chance to talk to Taysom Hill today. And I thought he had some interesting things to say both about Jimmy Graham and about his role, which I don't even know why. Like, I asked him if he considers himself a tight end. He was like, eh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get into that. This is Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. You can follow him at Steve Geller, WWL. You can follow the show on Twitter at Saints underscore pod. I'm posting a lot more camp videos to the show Twitter account because Elon Musk doesn't get my Twitter account anymore. I got to. I have to I have to take something for me. So we're going we're trying to build that account. So check that out. We're going to continue to post there and obviously follow us on YouTube. Hit the like button at WWL Sports and we'll be right back on Inside Black and Gold.